Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the Born Off Season. We are back. It's myself, Claude's, and Kat kicking off with Kat, slipping off with Kat. Some okay. people were calling you on the weekend. We'll explain why. Olan, still on his uh, European adventure. He has half of Australia fooled that he actually got deported. I know. I was asked three times on the weekend, did Olan actually get deported? I was asked too. Are you falling for it a second time? Yeah. Like, come on, man. He's good. Oh, Is he that good? He's, it, you can't keep recycling the same joke, no, Olan. Come no, on. You can do. do better than that. We do love him and he yeah. will be back soon. We he, miss him, but it's, it's also nice to just do our thing, don't you reckon? Well, it's nice. It is nice. But I mean, uh, something I'm missing his voice when I listen back to it. Yeah. I'm listening to that British accent, yeah. you know what I mean? But um, that was nothing like him. Uh, <laughs> but can't wait to have him back. He's missing the pod as well. But for you guys, we'd love to see the questions still coming in. We'd love to see the comments coming in mm. and the ratings on Spotify. We have a competition running at the moment. We're giving away the official match ball of the 22 FIFA World Cup. What's it called, Kat? The Al-Rihla Pro. Kat's Arabic yeah. language coming in. That's into about play the extent of my Arabic, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Al-Rihla Pro. And uh, you guys are already over 100 comments, entries, and plenty of five-star ratings on our Spotify. I think we're on t- almost 230 five-star ratings on Spotify alone. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It really helps. It makes the show more discoverable. Yeah. We've got to spread that football love around Australia, you know? That's right. And we've got a big season coming up and we want to have all the guests coming on for you guys. We want all the content. So you guys rating us five stars helps us do that. Kat, let's kick it off. Let's do it. Mind the pun. (laughs) We'll talk about that ball because we're giving away the FIFA World Cup ball. But... That's been one of the biggest talking points in football Mm. in the last week because now in Qatar, at the World Cup, they're using this new offside technology and the ball has something to do with it. But you're not very impressed by it. It's not that I'm not impressed. It's just that I think um, football is so late to bring in technology. Wow. We, we're so far, but given it's the world's biggest sport, yeah. I'm pretty sure, at least in terms of well, viewership and everything yeah, like that. Mile, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But the NF- NFL, basketball, they've all brought in these technologies so yeah. early on. Right. I think football are slightly more traditional, yeah. just late adopters of this technology. Yeah. I don't actually think it's... It's always marketed as like this new innovation, but the technology itself isn't anything that isn't available in other sports right now. So what it is, right, is like there's, there's, I think, going to be 29, 30 cameras in the Mm. stadium, which track all the players on the field. Plus there's this sensor on the ball, correct? Mm. Yeah. So when, when a player makes contact with the football, the people in the VAR room are going to be able to know exactly when contact was made and therefore see whether a player was offside or onside. So those milliseconds are going to be shaved. Yeah. You're saying it's because football is very traditional. I'm a traditional person myself. Yeah. So, I, so does that mean, how do you feel then about these tech, new technologies coming through? I, I don't love them. Yeah. I don't love them. Yeah. It's weird, right? Because they're, they're there to make the game better. But it's my romantic self that grew no. up with a certain type of football. I grew up with the old benefit of the doubt goes to the attacking team. Yeah. I, don't, my, I really like the whole knowing when a player makes contact with the ball. That's yeah. cool in an offside. Yeah. I still just don't think that a player should be offside for his shoulder or for his elbow, like that kind of thing. No, I, I do agree with you. And when I talk about it not being impressive, I mean more so the way that they push it as like, oh, the World Cup's going to have all these new innovative features. Yeah. And it's like, if you actually consume any other yeah. big sport, you know that's not yeah. that impressive. But I actually agree with you. I think we just dig such a rabbit hole with technology yeah. mm. that we lose the heart of the game. And, yeah. like the f- and, and I guess that... 
not knowing what the final call is going to be. Yeah, it's the time that it takes to make the decision. Yeah. Look, if this new technology helps offside become a little bit more instant, like mm. the uh, goal line technology, mm. right? That's instant. Mm. So if there's a way that like an offside call is going to be super quick and then the, right away the linesman's going to get something to like a special watch yeah. and he'll put his flag up, that's cool. Yeah. My problem with VAR is the time it takes yeah, to get to a decision. Um, and I miss... And I'm a defender and I'm saying mm. this, but I miss the old rule, benefit of the doubt goes to the attacking yep. team. That's where you have players like Pippo Inzaghi, breaking the offside trap, yep. you know, OG Fernando And we Torres. like him on this pod. Yeah, we do love Pippo, <laughs> right? We're called born offside. This yeah. is what it's about. I love the attackers being able to make those yep. runs in behind. Now I feel like they're scared to do it, but look, I know. we'll see. And I also just think that the last season we saw so much delay in it's play. Delay, particularly in Australia. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, there were some really, really bad moments. And yeah. I think VAR is one of those things. It's always a little contentious. Mm. It'll get there. Yeah, it I, will. I it do will. think it'll get there. And people need to stop saying, oh, get rid of VAR. It's there now. It won't go yeah, away. it's not going away. Um, but, you know, World Cups is usually where we get to showcase this stuff. I remember when the goal line tech, obviously the, the ghost True. goal for England in 2010. Yeah. Then the goal line tech came in in 2014 and it helped massively. So here we're going to see if this tech works. I'm for it. Just the last word on that ball though. Go win it on our Instagram. Yeah. Go over to Born Comment. Take subscribe, your mates, do all that stuff, rate, do all those things, and win the ball. It's fun <laughs> to ping around down at the park. Uh, let's talk some top tournaments. Another little storyline: the African Cup of Nations. We mm -hmm. love it. Oland's a big fan. His Nigeria fan. was nowhere near yeah. it this year, but he's a big fan of the tournament because it showcases a different type of football, yeah. African football. Right? Your Egypt went close. Mm -hmm. No cigar they did. though. They did. Unfortunately, they did. Afcon has been pushed again. So this is two times in a row that they agreed with FIFA to play it in June, July. Mm -hmm. And then they last minute decide, no, no, we're moving it to February because of the rain season. Right. Where's it being hosted? Ivory Coast. Okay. So the last one was in Cameroon. Yeah. Same thing. It was supposed to be played in June. Then they go, oh, it's actually rainy season. The pitch is going to be heavy. Let's move it. Okay. But don't worry, the next one in a country not far away at all is going to be played in June. And now they've made the decision that we're moving it to February again. Should they just stick to having it in Feb? Well... This is the thing. FIFA don't like it because right. they stop the big leagues around the world. But yes. do those European leagues really have a right to tell Africa or Asia no. when to play their tournaments? No, they don't. Because we stop for all of theirs. Yeah. And I think that that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Is if you're going to have international players from African nations, you need to respect that they also have that opportunity and that privilege of playing mm. for their country. Amen. Let them go do it. Amen. Yeah. Like no, that. none of this preference on where people come from. I, no. I just don't agree with that. Yeah. I agree with you there. And I think it's the same for the Asian players. I remember chatting to Marky Schwartzer about this. There was, they were making so much fuss about the AFCON and Schwartz was like, mate, we went through it and we were playing in the Premier League yeah. and we asked to leave on Socceroos duty yeah. in January to go play the Asian Cup and they're like, where do you think you're going? Like, no, it's like, mate, this is our... This is as big as it gets for us. Yeah, for you sure. You can't like have one rule for the European players no. and not for us. So. Hey, it's it's also how Messi asked for this as well when yeah. he signed with PSG. Yeah, I want right. to be able to let, and I understand it more. I think at yeah. the time I was almost I didn't understand why. Yeah, but I get it now. It's like you you rate it that highly to go and represent your country that you want to be able to do it when it yeah. suits you. Exactly, it's, it's as big as it gets. You're yeah. on my bandwagon now. International Maybe. football. Maybe I've is been as big sitting next to you for too long, Claude. Exactly right. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So now we look forward to that Afcon coming up uh, in 24 now. Now, so it's been moved to 2024. Women's Euros. Yes. About to kick off Thursday morning. They are. England in the opening match. Some fantastic news. Now, besides great players and all that, they've now sold over half a million tickets for the games, Kat. This Brilliant. is huge for the women's games. Yeah, I it? love this. I think that this women women's Euros... There's, there's a change in the air. Yeah. I don't know if you can feel it, it too. It feels like a milestone. Yeah. I feel like we are, and obviously, you know, we have the um, World Cup on the horizon too, the yeah. Women's World Cup. Yeah. But I just think we are stepping into such an exciting time in women's football. 
and it's getting more press than I've ever seen before. Yep. Yep. We're hyping up the players more than we've ever seen before and it's really exciting. And I also think the quality yeah. of the sport has improved. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it shows. It Look shows. at these ticket sales. Well, that's the thing. It was only a matter of time. I mean, we know that the Scandies have been really good. These, these women's Euros, yeah. they've all been won by Germany, a couple of the Scandinavian countries. And that's about it, yeah. right? Because up until now, they've dominated women's football. Now, people are mentioning Spain, France, Italy, England, England right? They're all coming to the party and that's only going to be good for football yeah, because absolutely. they are real footballing nations that have hundreds of years of yeah. history. Who's your tip to win it? Do you know, I answered this a couple of weeks ago and I said Spain, but okay. I, I've changed my mind. Right. I had said España on the basis that I think we're all a little jaded by Barcelona, Yeah. right? Yeah. I think... Um, there's no doubt Alexia Puteas is one of the best players in the world. Yeah, balance all. Yeah, mm-hmm. incredible. But I think Spain need a little more than uh, what they currently have. I okay. think if we look at Barcelona, they're an amazing squad, but a lot of international players yeah. too. So yeah. we can't base Spain's success off the back of Barcelona's right. success. Right. Whereas I think England, on the other hand, have the most depth I've seen in a really long time. Right. And uh, I, I'm just, I've been really impressed with the squad. Right. And the depth. And, you know, their coach was also off the back of winning yeah. the last one. Yeah. So, I think, um, I don't know, it's England for me. Football's coming home for the women. Maybe. Can they do what the men do? I think the do? Lionesses may have a factor that the, uh, that the men don't have. That the men don't have. They don't have that terrible history weighing them down at yeah. major tournaments, potentially. What do you think, Oz? Um, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's hard to not look at the bandwagon that is Spain. Because yes. they're a fantastic footballing side. We saw them teach our Matildas a bit of a lesson recently. Um, yeah. Great side and great young talent. The thing for Spain will be what lineup do they pick? Do right. they go with like a Barca heavy team? They've got nine Barca players. Yeah. Or do they try and experiment a little bit? You know, there's some cool young players like uh, Salma Paraguelo. She mm-hmm. plays for Villarreal. She's mm-hmm. a teenager. Wow. She's an athletic champion in European athletics and plays football at the same time. Yeah. ridiculously athletic. Those things that you make you think about what you're doing. Yeah, life, exactly right. right. Yeah. You look at it, you're like, okay, yeah, as a teenager, you've already done <laughs> yeah, all that. Cool. Just, yeah, one sport's too easy. Yeah, I'm no going to go prone to. The, will they give the young ones like her opportunity or will they stick with the Barca Real players? So I'm looking at, look, France, if they get it yeah. together, they're good too. I like to think Italy could go for a run. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's I think be great. I personally think England's a little too strong right now, but mm. I think Spain's biggest issue will be identity and like finding finding, finding that identity outside of being nine that's Barcelona like, players. That's right. I yeah. think that's a really difficult thing to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome nonetheless, and it's going to be great to see. I guess the level of football and all these teams are going to be coming to Australia next year for the so World cool. Cup. Before we move on, quick word on that because yeah. the Matildas did get battered seven 0 last week. Yes. Right now, for the average football fan and and all, all the listeners of our podcast, we might have some hardcore women's football fans. But we might have some that just woke up in the morning and saw Australia, zero, Spain, seven. Should we be shitting ourselves that we're going to get embarrassed at home at the World Cup next year? Or, I mean, I know it was an experimental squad, Kat. Do you read into it much? Look, it's 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 tournament football. You're always you never know what version of a team you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. And you know, even though we're hyping up the likes of a Spain and in England, yeah. you still don't know what you're going to get yeah. when they show up to the pitch. Yeah. I think the scoreline wasn't great. Right. A little scary, yeah. But I also think you know it's a wake up call. We mm. we know we're not exactly in the best position right now, mm. um, but the the team are showing signs of improvement. They actually had the most time in camp together they that they've had yeah. in a very long time, yeah. and I think little things like that will hopefully improve their performance. Mm. But um, look, it's a little concerning, but I, I don't think it's a reason to think that we're going to flop on home soil. Right. There is that potential yeah you know there's a lot of pressure when yeah. it's in australia but i hope that it goes the other way for the girls yeah because 
I have a lot of belief in our Matildas. Yeah. You know, I learned my lesson this year. Yeah. Not to right. doubt them. You doubted them. Exactly. And I did doubt them. Look, but yeah. I mean, I think when we look at it, it's like there's great players there. The only question I'm hearing is a question on management. Because mm-hmm. the manager's not Australian Mm-mm. and uh, he's come in to do a job. And I think that's where the... I don't think too many people are pointing the finger at the players. I mean, yeah. the players are going over to the top teams in Europe, playing very well, scoring goals, making net, winning awards, accolades. Yeah. I don't think anyone's doubting the players. No. I think we're doubting the management, the, management, the decisions, the starting lineups played against poor teams that we beat. 19 nil or whatever it is and then the starting lineups played against really good teams yes. that we lose 7 nil to yes. that's where the question marks come in but uh, what do I know <laughs> let's, let's, let's wait and see what happens at the World Cup on home soil next year another big news mm. storyline this one's uh, close to home for me because it's over in Italia Italia a historical club Palermo which mm-hmm. went bankrupt not long ago they, you know, they just got promotion from Serie C back up to Serie B uh, at the expense of my town club Avellino but oh. That's okay. We'll get. Don't worry about that. Don't cry, Claude. No, it's fine. Uh, the rumor is they're about to be bought for 13 million euros by City Football Group. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. 13. I feel like that's quite a. Uh, that's chump change. Yeah. That's about one tenth of what they spent on Jack Grealish. They, oh, I was just bought. thinking, like, <laughs> I feel like there's some football players that could have just bought that with like a few weeks of salary. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I think they're probably going to inherit a shitload of debt yes. as well. That's usually what it means when you buy a club for so cheap. Um, it is now their 11th club. So they're really building this. Do you know, I had no idea that they had that many that clubs many. under their yeah. umbrella. Yeah, in Japan, uh, over in India, obviously in America. I think Melbourne was actually the second club they bought. Wow. So Melbourne was one of the OGs, but we saw what they did to Melbourne City. You know, yeah. they were Melbourne Heart at the time. They changed the colours, they changed the crest, they changed everything. Don't know how that will go down in Palermo. They're iconic pink, so I, I hope they don't try to change the pink. You'd hope they wouldn't, because I also think in a sporting nation like Italy, yeah. you can't, you can't get away with it's that a lot kind of, of history, thing. Man, yeah, like, here yeah. you can do that. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate to say it, but you can do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean Melbourne Heart wasn't a super old club either, no. super historic. We're talking Palermo, we're talking Cavani, we're talking some superstars: Pastore, Dybala, Barzagli that came from there, Fabio Grosso. Mark Bresciano spent a oh. bit of time there, of course. Iconic, bald head of his, gorgeous <laughs> bald head with a wand of a right foot in that pink <laughs> kit. So let's hope they don't change it. And I'd love to see Palermo back in the Serie A. How cool. Yeah, who knows? Well, there's a good chance of it now. Yeah, good chance of it now with that injection of cash. Wishing them all the best. Speaking of injection of cash. Oh, good segue. Look, when in doubt, you always say speaking of. That's a little, <laughs> that's a little hint for anyone in the presenting world. Um, speaking of cash, we go over to the MLS, Major League mm, Soccer. Major League. Big cash. Huge cash, right? And we know that. And this huge transfers we're going to talk about in a second. But Mm. even more money has been injected. Listen to this TV deal. Apple TV. Yeah. You may know it as that streaming service. You get the three-month free when you buy an Apple phone or an Apple, you know, and then you kind of cancel it. And then you can't. You watch Ted Lasso and then you cancel (laughs) it, right? But Apple TV have just (laughs) signed a deal with the MLS. $250 US dollars a year for 10 years. That's $2.5 for you mathematicians. Over 10 years, and it's non-exclusive. So all the MLS's current deals with it's ESPN... Yeah, all their current deals remain, and they get wow. $2.5 billion on top of that. Who, who's doing their negotiating? How good? Because that is impressive. It just shows how much Apple see the potential of soccer in the US. Good on them. And it's like, they sign not only the MLS, but they also sign the MLS Next, which is really cool. It's their youth championships wow, on I a national that. scale. They sign everything, the cup, everything. And they're going to show all the games live. Plus, they're going to make docos. They're going to make so behind cool. the scenes, like all or nothing style shit. It's going to be unbelievable. Kat, I'm making this call what? right now. In 10 years time, by the end of this deal, everyone in Australia, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, everyone will have a Premier League team and an MLS team. Wow. That's how I, big it's going to be. I think that's awesome. And I, I'd hope that's 
with an investment like that, yeah. that's what would happen. And I think that's obviously what they want to do as well. Yeah. This is a, that's a cultural movement. Yeah. To create content and to look at that level of the with the MLS next. Yeah. That's incredible. It's huge. I would investment. love to see something like that here. It's amazing. That type of investment. What a time to be a young player in the US having all that and then also having a World Cup on home soil in twenty twenty six. Football's gonna look completely different yeah. there in ten years and I can't wait think for it. I'm all for it. Look, as somebody who didn't grow up, you know, jumping from football academies and trying to be a professional yeah. player, yeah. I always thought Europe was where people wanted to go to yeah. make a footballing career. Yeah. Do you think this is really going to put the US on the map now? Well, it makes sense. I definitely think we'll see South American players do that. Yeah. You know, there was one, Thiago Almada, who was a super highly rated, already playing in the Argentinian top tier mm. at 19. Wow. European clubs looking at him, he signed for Atlanta. So <gasps> he, he broke the record, yeah. 16 million US dollar transfer fee. And he's, he's balling over there. I think it's going to happen a lot more. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to see the next generation of Messi's, of Neymar's, mm. at a really young age, might opt for an MLS club. Wow. They very well might. It's, it's not really, you know, because you go to Europe and it's like they're all on the same scale. MLS is going to be treated like its own separate yep. thing. And think about the global market. Think about it in Australia. Yeah. You know, you get up at 3 a.m. to watch games, but the MLS is on at like 9 a.m., 10. Everyone already has an NFL team, an NBA team. This is just going to be become part of Aussie culture to have an MLS team I reckon as well so really exciting times and super you, cool you look at some of the transfers they've whipped up LAFC have signed Giorgio Chiellini and Gareth yeah. Bale in the space of two weeks Gareth the, Bale the Bale signing's an interesting one eh? it's crazy because eh? he's not he could he could have stayed a little longer you'd think so in Europe you'd think so yeah. he's a super player and he still turns it on for Wales yeah. I mean look he's got he's the first name on that Welsh team sheet no matter what he knows that so he's cashed in he'll be loved over there that's a massive signing we'll talk some transfer news yeah some because big transfers at the moment. There are some big ones. And I think in England, we'll talk about your club, Liverpool, mm. who, yeah, they signed Darwin Nunes, but uh, they've also lost Sadio Mane and there's rumours of a few others potentially leaving. Them and Chelsea, I feel, and let's not even talk about Man United, <laughs> but those clubs have had a bit underwhelming transfer windows, yeah. I would say. I mean, yeah. Darwin Nunes is a big signing. Yeah, big signing. I mean, 85 mil or something. Massive, yeah. right? Huge expectation on him. Can play as a striker, can play in and around that. But with Mane leaving... Minamino leaving, a really yeah. leaving. It feels like a bit of a clean out. It, it does. It feels like we've lost more than we've gained. Is that was that yeah. really necessary at Liverpool, or are the players over it now? Are we are we in a bit of a transitional period? Maybe where we're coming out of. Look, we were obviously fighting for the quadruple last season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how how long can you keep that momentum for before mm. you need to kind of go back and reshape the team a little bit, yeah. freshen up? Yeah. We're losing money. Things are going to change. The yeah. game will change. And even though we've signed Salah for another three seasons, I believe, it's still going to – we're still going to be missing some factors, I feel. in yeah. this. And I think it's the same story for Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea's a weird one as well. Yeah. Obviously, new owners. What scares me is everyone's leaving. Yeah. Right? So the chairman's left. Even Peter Cech, goalkeeper coach, gone. Mm. Marina who used to do all the transfers gone so Chelsea's a big staff clean out and wow. I think some players are going to follow you know you've seen Lukaku's gone yeah. and a few others so it's going to be a little bit worrying the two clubs that for me in the higher end of the table have dominated this window is Man City and Spurs Yeah, they're looking so good Spurs have Spurs, I mean Spurs has been busy so busy yeah you look at these players I'm going to name you some Perisic yeah. huge signing Richarlison yeah. Fraser Forster not a bad second keeper Basuma and their kit is fresh as well. And that, 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 that's the same. i got a word to say with Nike. Are you slowly right? becoming a Spurs fan? I'm just saying, Nike, I don't want to disrespect, you know, one of the biggest brands in the world, but Chelsea's kit, a little bit underwhelming in my opinion. <laughs> Liverpool's kit, a little bit underwhelming. Spurs is where they've you put their You blame Nike or do you blame the club? 
I don't know. I don't know who's in charge of those designs. Right, but Spurs' enough. kit is sexy and so is City's. City have been quiet. Let a few players yeah. go. But the two signings, Haaland. Oh, my gosh. By all accounts, I don't even know if it's officially been... It's been an officially announced at Calvin Phillips, but that's what I'm hearing is pretty much done. Yeah. What a signing that is I as know. well. They're easily the some of the t- biggest signings this yeah. in this period. I yeah. think the Haaland one... I don't know about you, but when that happened... Yeah. I've never seen like one signing get talked about more. It's massive. It's it was huge. just blowing up my phone. It's it was. Huge. It's it's huge. I can't wait to see. I, if you play fantasy, yeah, they, I think they released the, Some price. of the prices. He's like twelve and a half yeah. or something. Yeah, you pick him Unreal. Up. I don't know. It's a lot of money. Can I afford to have Haaland? And, you know, keep my basics, my Salah. Salah. Salah's the go-to, right? He has been my go-to. I don't know if I'll be able to afford both guys. Fantasy, jeez. You just reminded me. A couple couple sleepless nights coming up for me as I build my fantasy team for the new season. (laughs) But they're looking very good, Man City and Tottenham. Also a sexy kit for City, I must say. And Alvarez from River Plate is now joining them. They bought him in January. Everyone forgot about him. Oh, wow. He's also joining new striker, the next Sergio Aguero. So... They're looking very, very good. They almost have so much depth. I'm not quite sure what the lineup's going to be now. Well, that's the thing. Spurs. That's what Spurs. Oh, especially. Spurs. You're saying? I'm thinking yeah. both. Yeah, both. both. But when I think of how good the front three were at Spurs, yeah, like where are like Richarlison and that going to fit? Where are they going to fit? Because Kulishevsky, I'm yeah. sorry, he needs to start. He needs to start, right? The rumor is Perisic will be used as a left wing back. Mm. So watch this space. Antonio Conte always has a plan. I know, and I don't doubt him. <laughs> I don't doubt him. The the way that that team has changed under him in yeah. such a short period of time, yeah. like the sentiment, even yeah. the way we talk about them, yeah, has crazy. changed yeah. so much. And he's always there for a good time, not a long time. Right? <laughs> like like a fair few guys I know on a night out. So uh, Antonio Conte, you can best believe he's there to win, and then he's fucking straight off. Uh, let's talk about his old club, who he won a scudetto with, Inter. Very busy. Yeah. Low key signed Mkhitaryan. That was a cheeky signing. Signed Onana, what's my name? Great goalkeeper, which everyone has signed at some point in FIFA, if you play FIFA. Uh, I actually don't. How sad is that? No, yeah, you no. should. You need to get involved. You need to get it. You, you can boost my confidence. We'll have a game here and I'll put 10 yeah, past you just to I'm so feel bad. good about myself. Um, and Romelu Lukaku. He's back. What do you think about that? How does that I make mean, you feel? As a bit of a neutral in that situation, how does it make you feel? Mega transfer, 98 million, goes to Chelsea, says this is his boyhood dream again, and three months later says he wants to go back to Inter. Bit of a flop, eh? No, he's a bit... I don't even think he's loved anywhere. No. Because the Inter fans, I'll tell you what, they're still a little bit frosty with him for no. leaving. It's, it's a bit sad, actually. Yeah. Because I think... Even if you don't agree with it, it's kind of like if Mane moved, moving over to Bayern, yeah. right? I wish him the best. Mm. I hope he actually does a really good job there. Mm. Imagine he flops and just comes back to Liverpool. Yeah. It's a bit sad. It is sad, yeah. Because it's kind of like you don't ever want to go to back to a job that you left. Yeah. It's a sign that it's things true. didn't work out. You or know? an ex. Or an ex. Yeah. <laughs> we don't go back. We keep moving forward. You keep moving forward. You go bigger and better. Yeah. If, if bigger, is, sometimes bigger is better. Um, <laughs> what I will say is AC Milan, the red side of Milan, they've been a lot quieter. They're struggling in the window. Their biggest signing, Origi. So let's see if he can have yeah. some UCL yeah. moments of Biggest magic. Biggest clutch player out. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Just use him last 10, 15 in the Champions That's all League. you need, guys. Just put him on like 85th. You'll be fine. <laughs> be, well, let's <laughs> see how they back up that incredible Serie A success. Rumors linking them with Ziyech as well. Uh, that would be a Solid. great signing. Yeah. And a few Aussies moving mm. as well. I want to get your opinion on something, Kat. The A-League came out. They announced mm. that the A-League men is kicking off October 7th. Yep. Buzzing. We're excited. We finally have a date. But it's only about a month before the squad has to gather in Qatar for the World Cup. And uh, look, they probably had no choice here. Mm. I know it's TV deals. I know Mm. you don't want to fight with NRL, AFL and all that. But it hurts the quality of the league. Surely a lot of these 
hopeful Socceroos are going to leave. We've already mm. seen Jason Davidson's gone to Belgium. We've already seen uh, Connor Metcalf's gone to San Pauli. Miller, Rawlins, they're all mm. leaving. Rolsey's left. Is that a good move by the A-League? Like Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know, I think it's a tough one because the A-League is really still trying to build up here. Yeah. And at the same time, I feel like there's this simultaneous desire to also grow and improve the reputation of the Socceroos and the results. Mm, mm. I think you kind of have to decide, like, yeah. as an Australian, like, whether you're, whether you're going to pay more attention to the Socceroos or, or fight for the A-League and, and make it a thing. But I think it would be more valuable for us as Australians mm. if we saw the Socceroos do better. Yeah. And so I do actually think... Yeah. It's a bit damaging. It's a bit damaging. It took me a while to get there, but that's what I was trying yeah. to say. Well, I get it. I get it, Kat. And I think, look, they probably had to choose between the two. And that yeah. it is true. You don't want to sacrifice a season for hundreds of players no. just to suit the maybe five, six, seven that are going to be part of the soccer right. rules. But it, they, they, I'm sure they do know that by starting the season so late, they are going to lose a lot of good players. But yeah. it looks like they're trying to bring some marquees in. And by all reports, Nanny. Former Man United winger, um, was dubbed the next Cristiano Ronaldo, looks to be on his way to Melbourne Victory. Very nice. I, I do like a marquee player when they play. When they play. <laughs> Let's hope this one plays. Uh, he had a pretty good stint at Orlando. Yeah. Was at Venezia recently. So he's Orlando. been playing at the level. Orlando, yeah. He's got a fantastic tan. Oh. So I don't know why he's going to Melbourne. <laughs> Because he's not going to. Well, keep I don't know if you've realised, Claus, but they've had more sunshine than we have. Well, they have, they have. But surely, so, you know, Nanny, you send him to Perth. Well, maybe Perth is not where he wants to go. Yeah, don't go to Perth because if you go to Perth, you don't end up playing. You don't end up playing. Apparently, the weather's anyway. that good yeah. that you actually just don't want to play. And not many barbers, eh? That's <laughs> Danny Sturridge. Um, but yeah, look, that's uh, again. It's it seems to be some breaking news there. But mm. the other one that I've heard a few things from a few people involved in the football world. Yeah. Oh, is Cesc Fabregas. Oh, to I a like Sydney-based club. Now, I like that. I've been a big fan. I've followed his family yeah. for the longest time. Because yeah. his wife's Lebanese. His wife is Lebanese and he's fit. His she, wife is she's gorgeous. She's so fit. Like, he's gorgeous. She's 10 years older than him. Looks, looks, looks 15 oh, years younger than him. She is in shape. Yeah. That's goals. She anyway, is gorgeous, I've, yeah. She was married to a rich Lebanese man before. I says. know, because her daughter, yeah, her daughter's full Lebanese. Her daughter's gorgeous yeah. as well. Imagine, imagine Fabregas is your stepdad. <laughs> it's not bad, eh? Not bad at all. Says <laughs> is, is he that good looking of a bloke? I I used to think he was so good looking yeah. growing up. He was yeah. that little Arsenal pinup boy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But uh we'd love to see him here. Look, uh, we actually had a comment, it wasn't really a question, it was a comment in from Daniel Kiparoglu on our uh, DM said, A-League clubs have made Good offers name. to Cesc Fabregas and will make a decision next week. So Daniel, wow. got some insights. Daniel, group. come on the couch. We love Give it. us the inside yeah. God. Yeah, if you're Sydney-based, come on the couch. Um, don't come on the couch, but jo <laughs> join us on the couch. Um, <laughs> this isn't the casting couch. Uh, but uh, yeah, some huge... That took a turn. <laughs> Charlie Austin, of course, is also going to Brisbane Raw. So we've got some, you know, maybe not quite as big as Cesc Fabregas, nice. but nice. a big player, a former Premier League striker. Massive. Cesc, now the rumour is... Help! If this happened, it's actually massive. It's big. I'm excited by that. It's probably, you'd say, the second biggest name yeah. 
to, to come to the A-League. Yeah. You'd probably say so, right? It's yeah, not quite... Yeah. Del Piero was like another level. But I maybe. think he could have a, a similar. similar influence. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. I think he suits Sydney FC, Bling FC. Yeah. I, I, I think Sydney should be playing on that Bling FC at yeah. Money Club. I'm down for us to just take on that reputation and but make it a thing. But yeah. the MacArthur Bulls. Seskin Seatown. Is it because it's a bull and he's Spanish? Maybe. Yeah. Campbelltown says, <laughs> what do you reckon? Down at the local in MacArthur. Can you imagine him down at the local Campbelltown RSL? Yeah, I think they took the bull thing way too seriously with that one. Yeah, Back to Bling FC. We'd absolutely love to see it. Either way, I don't care. If Seski's in the A-League, yeah, I'm a happy I man. That'd be and, cool. And I'm going to watch him play. And I've interviewed him before. So hopefully, Have you? Yeah, I interviewed him on Bean Sports. So hopefully, oh. I can link up with him again. Sesk. You'd be like, bro, like, let's hang. Yeah. Get him on the couch. Get him on the couch. Can you imagine? <gasps> Sesk on the couch. You heard him uh, first. Keep those five-star ratings coming in and we'll get Sesk on the couch. If you can do anything for me, I want you to make that happen, yeah. please. Well, you won't be sick this time. You no, no, no. I'll be very fit. healthy. Keep yourself fit for that one. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Also good news for the A-League women's as yes. well because they now have expanded 20 matches. Yep. Still not enough, we know. No. Still not what we want, but Western United have joined the league and they've announced that next year Central Coast Mariners will be back in the league. So yep. it'll expand to 22 matches. Yep. We're getting there. We're getting there. By 24th, shouldn't they be playing the same amount of... Games as like the MLS and everything like Hopefully. that. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. that's, that's where we want to yeah. get. They've announced that that's the step. They've also announced that they're going to be doing a lot better coverage on the games. And yeah. they're looking to bring some marquees in. Amazing. And also have an A-League women's all-stars team that plays some of Europe's elite. I love elite. that. And it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. I think after we had Deborah Ann on the yeah. couch a couple of weeks ago, we ha- I had such positive feedback yeah. and people messaging me just saying they loved hearing her story. Yeah. They wanted to get more um, A-League women's players yeah. on the couch with us yeah. talking about women's football in Australia. And I think that's something we're definitely going to do. It's something yeah. I want to do. We have to. Any female players in the A-Leagues or in MPL that you want to see, let me know. Yeah. Jump on. We'd love to have them on. Yeah. And the other big thing is I think they need a cup as well. Absolutely. Because how good would it be to see those MPL women playing against the A-League women and, oh and, and maybe and a if, club team? And if DA taught us anything, yeah. she said that the, the dividing quality of, of the sport between the two is very little. It's very little, I think yeah, it would actually be really, really cool to see that happen. Make it happen. I'm sure it's in the pipeline. Yeah. Let's make it happen. We've seen some super young talent with the transfer news overseas as well. Mary Fowler to Man City. I know. City. Good on her. What a signing that is. 19. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. She's awesome. She's so cool. And City really are the form team in England. As much as Chelsea Arsenal fought for the title, City finished so strong, was so good in the domestic cups. If she gets into that starting lineup, because we know it's very competitive, my goodness, just watch this space. Mary Fowler is going to be the next superstar of world football. And I I think the way that she's going to develop in time for the Women's World Mm. Cup is very exciting. It's great timing. Yeah. It's perfect. No disrespect to Montpellier, but this is where you want to be. No, 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 no. Man City, this is where you want to be. Huge. You know what? It's been a great little born off season episode, hasn't it? We've I've enjoyed so this a lot. It has been very, very good. Just the two of us yeah. here for the second time. It works pretty well. It's always a bit less chaos without <laughs> Olan, but we do miss him. We'll have him back soon. Kat, you're also leaving us soon. I am. You're going back to España for a little bit, huh? I'm going to España for a little while. Not for long, though. No, just a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll be back in time for the uh, for the football season to kick off. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, you can't kick off without Kat. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I had to, sorry. But, um... <laughs> No, looking forward to some time away. But guys, follow me on socials. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Obviously, I'll I'll be out there having a good time. So if you want to see that, 
Brilliant. Follow me. Brilliant. We've got some exciting <laughs> stuff as well. Myself, Claude's, and Kicking Off With Cat both got some exciting events coming up, some exciting stuff that we want to share with you. We can't say too much now, but we want to share it with you. So make sure you're following us on all our socials. All our techers yes. as well. Keep up with his European adventure. Follow the Born Offside podcast on all those socials and keep chucking those ratings so we can try and get guests like Cesc Fabregas on yes, the please. couch in the new season. We are biting off probably more than we can triple. We'll make it happen. Why not? <laughs> guys, have an awesome week. Enjoy the off season. Keep up with all the transfer news and we'll see you very soon here on Born Offside. Bye, guys.